0: Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. You know what? Next year, I'm not going to be single. You know why? Because at Chemist Warehouse, they have this amazing super whole clear gel. And it's all from Helena. How would you not want this? This is a beautiful piece of product. If you need your hair done,
1: go and get some Helena. Yeah! Chemist Warehouse, proud supporters of the morning shift.
2: Rolling Scarks. with Chemist Warehouse.
1: Let's move!
0: Oh, 10 toes down, baby. Ow. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like
1: you, mother. Shush, it's too late to turn back now. Yeah. The Morning Shift, powered by media
0: Good morning, good evening, and everything in between on a Valentine's Day. So you're welcome Wednesday, and we're here for our morning shifters from our misters yeah. to our sisters. we back for another show, just in case you missed us. To the It's all powered by You Know Media. Please chuck it in auto-download.
3: Love you. Check it in auto-download. Stay blessed. No stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show. If you're cool down under your home, welcome to new media, the people's media. Let's go! Cool. Say no more. Take your shoes off at the door. Everything you want. Nothing you don't. Real people, real talk. And if we ain't number one on the charts, hopefully we're number one in your
2: heart. Let's get it, get it.
3: I love love. I love love. How happy are you two today? I hope you guys get to experience... I love like my one day I don't think I've said that before That's That's first, time I one. I said
0: it? first time you said it yeah. Yeah, man. I man. I love that. that you've done that We, we should, should great. That. Hey what is
3: on the show today Jordan I'm
0: listening to this one What do the ladies want
3: Yeah look uh, I wanna know Early in the week uh, You know we Someone asked What the men actually want So we don't get them stuff They don't want I thought It was, it was only fair we asked the ladies And um, maybe some of that energy that that, that, that that came out from the guys? Yeah. It's it seems different. like y'all had a go. Y'all had a go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to share that.
0: Uh, we got that. we got some roles for the homies. That's, uh, it, it Sound like food. No. Like, like something else. It, With our specific groups, the roles that we all play. I'm going to play that out for you. We do some True News. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News. For you. (laughs) Just a little quick one. Now we go back to the men's den. Mark, you want to take us there, huh?
1: Yeah. There's a special chemical that builds up in a man that if Uh, used correctly, ladies and other men, uh, you can have that man fall in love with you for the rest of their lives. I'll tell you about it. That That sounds like a scary power to just be giving up, Mark. <laughs> hey, all that in a bag of chips, but
0: we always start the show with an absolute <gasps> board! And Jordan has those honors.
3: Uh, it is the day of, of love for, um, for for capitalism, um, if you'd like, <laughs> if you didn't know. So, because of that, I thought I might have to slow things down. It's Luther and Mariah. A uh, little bit slower this morning, but don't let that wreck your day. Because it's Luther, baby. Shut your mouth. There's only you
1: in my life.
2: The only thing that's around.
0: Why is this making me sad? I'm
2: single. So cool. Shut up. every breath that I take,
3: Turn your flashlights on. Who cares if Singers could actually sing. I, I I assume I assume they're talking about that era. I think when uh, when God made butter, he, uh, he he thought of Luther's voice. Because I see what you're doing. I, I know Luther was born after butter, but you know what I mean. Like he can, smooth, see, in the future, like butter. He can see into the future, brother. He's smooth like Man,
1: butter. What, what, a, what a beautiful what a, what a way to bring us into. A loving show today. Thank you. That's it, man. I'd like to carry that energy throughout the show, and we have asked people to do their shout-outs, and we'll randomly spot shout-outs throughout the show. Okay, Okay. go on. And I'm going to start out with one. This is from Estelle Taylor. And while I'm not too shy to tell my man I love him, as every day I make his lunch, I always write him a love note. (gasps) Every day? Instead, today, we're actually going to get that little love note out through our favourite podcast. We both listened uh, separately on our way to mahi. Anyways, I'm lucky enough to get picked. Here is my note. Hi, my handsome king, Jaden Young.
0: Jaden, you handsome boy. Today's Lunchbox
1: note is a little different as our favourite podcast will be delivering my message. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for being the best teammate ever. I feel so privileged to have you in my life and can't thank you enough for all the fun, adventure, care... Uh. support and love you put into our relationship I love you more than all the leaves on all the trees that's a lot of leaves love from your queen that's from Estelle Taylor going out on a very special day Valentine's Day to Jaden Young Estelle, Jaden, get that last line tattooed
0: (laughs) it's cute I love man, I don't want the trees
3: and the leaves. I hate the way my brain works. I thought, man, I'd hate for his his, his love language to not be words of affirmation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, we can't do that. It's love, love. It's love, no, love. No,
3: well, that's so beautiful. I love that. And if she does actually write a note every day, that's beautiful. That's a love. That is beautiful. That's so, a time. love. Also, making love. the lunch, man. I don't know what it is, but when my mistress cooks a meal, I'm... I'm I feel so loved, bro. I'm just like, oh, bro. That is a give love us a kaya. Give us a
0: kaya. Especially when they don't Way hold to my on the heart, butter, bro. When they don't hold on the butter, oh, you know. Ooh. Yeah,
4: it's
3: been a while. You, um, <laughs> we're gonna
0: I'll give, you, give, me, squeeze I'll give you three today,
3: Jordan. That's one. Bro, also, you're, you're trying you to two. make this a part of your personality, bro. So you're just, yes, you're, you, the jokes are coming to you. So no. if you don't want them, then stop saying, that. Like, I'm not going single I'm not going to be single next year. Every time I'm single next year. you get three, that's one. <laughs> okay, no, we're not doing any more. Um, look, we didn't really talk about the Super Bowl um, yesterday because we had other things to talk about, more important things. But I did want to revisit it and I just want to say this. For everyone that hates conspiracy theorists and uh, and doesn't like, you know, that our we're free thinkers. Tell me why 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 did Alicia Keys have to be dressed like Satan's wife? Oh, she can dress like that. Why, do, why does she need a big yeah. red dress with horns? She had a head. She had a head frame with like that. They could look like two little red horns. Why does she need to wear a red dress? If you go and look up the, some, the symbolism of of a red dress at an event like the Super Bowl, which is one of the most watched event, you know, most watched sporting events of you know in, in the world, why does she have to be wearing a dress that looks like that? Also, why was Ice Spice invited to sit next to Taylor, the most influential celebrity in the world right now, with an upside down cross? Hmm. She was fucking. Can, can someone progress? explain that to me? You can, you can beef with me about conspiracy, but what? You, why does it? Why do we keep seeing these things? That's, that's all I'm saying. So, I mean, that's my little Super Bowl rant I needed to get off my chest. At least you get the pass with me, man, where she said, my oh, my oh.
4: Yeah, hey.
3: My oh. I actually talked about it with Nick's, who's um, part oh. of our team off here, and you know what it was? Usher's performance, the production lacked. Like they're just dancing the field. i got the a field.
0: theory. It wasn't. I got a theory. The about set it.
3: was great. What? What?
0: With the th- uh, my theory is he had two minutes longer to perform, so he had to justify somewhere that he was. We had to lose somewhere, and I think it was in the production in terms of a big stage and the setup that they had. He had to sacrifice
3: something. But somewhere. with two minutes less, Rihanna was on like four stages in the sky, like he, last year. Like uh, I think his team, whoever put that thing together, because the setless was amazing. Like setless was incredible. When they dropped that after the night, boom! boom. Don't boom. leave you. I girl, was like, um, I thought, I thought that. I thought these songs were too, were too black for white America, but he, like, he didn't care, you know? He was, playing, uh, he was in his R&B bag. He dropped it with it the burn. burn. He dropped you it with burned. the... Love too. I was hoping lovers and friends would dropping in the end, it's but like you know, too. it's alright. Nah, but yeah, he did do well.
0: I love the performance, man. I love the performance. I thought he was great. I thought it was incredible. I seen some heat that he didn't get it. Maybe audio-wise... But that's not on him Also what he wore Was a little was Too sparkly eh I don't mind When you can skate like that You have to do something but, You know the we Bowl. remember The
3: leather jacket You know he used to have The fits Now he's like I
0: don't know if he needed To take his top off so,
3: yeah.
0: Jermaine Dupri The legend that he is He, a, he an interesting looking Character though Isn't he He's a, he a funny looking dude like, Legend
1: He always been a funny looking
0: dude Legend of the game But the outfit I of thought the, his foot was
3: dripped, But he I would have known
1: game was tough to watch, to be fair. Oh, yeah, Where, let's uh, talk about the game. The right. game was a little Oh, tough we don't want to talk, talk about the game. Okay, let's talk know. about the game. No, no, let's no. What, why was that? Why was it? Oh, it's just two teams that were really over over-officiated? Sh- yeah, nah. It was more they were just shut down. They, both, they all knew the importance of the game, so they just didn't play enterprising uh, American football, mm. really. That's how I felt. It was two teams that could have really done well in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, they just didn't because they were... Scared. I think it just felt like they were too scared to, to you know, to throw anything too risky out there. In fact, the only risky play was the first touchdown. And oh, that was, dope though. was Yeah, everything else was seemed like by the books. It was yeah. Where, Anyways, where, where are you putting Patty? There's oh, three now. He's well on his way to greatness. He'll probably be yeah. If he continues this this trajectory, he'll be probably the greatest of all time. Oh, he's we'll knocking on the door. Yeah, huh? yeah. Okay. I, I think I
3: think it seems like it's close, but he's going to end up a long way from Tom Brady.
1: You reckon? Because the what, way that seven.
3: You, you what you think you think he's going to keep playing like that? Well, he for, managed to for do, many many more years. Well, the he way managed, he plays,
1: he managed to do what he did with a team that isn't as flash as the last time they're at the Super Bowl, or, or before then even. Yeah, his but his Super Bowl team was way better than the one. He's what got he's got there. working
3: for him is, is a team that's that's done reps in that absolutely at, at the final. So it's, yeah. even though it can be deemed as. Not talented or there are better players, that experience and collective, like, we've been there before is still something that helping up in them.
1: Yeah, for football fans, I would throw this out there. If the Lions had made the Super Bowl, it would have been a uh, way would, better game. They would have
3: risked it all. They would have risked it all. <laughs> they, they did would. risk it all, so they're not
1: there. <laughs> That's why, yeah. But it was just two teams who had been there before, knew how big a <laughs> dance this was, and kind of just shut the playbook down.
0: patty has got something that Tom has too, though. He's got a coach. Old school coach that Belichick and, and Reid sort of vibe, and he's got a tight end and Gronk and, and Kelsey. So he's got similarities across the board that mm. if you Kelsey doesn't
3: want to wake up and play anymore, though. He's with the richest. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know, man. One, he well, he he yelling Auntie coach, Taylor's though. on a billy, you know. We <laughs> might miss practice today, you know. We you might, you might be call it a couple years week. early. Hey, let's do Baldi. Oh, she we get him to Daily Bread. Oh. That's right, guys. Daily Bread, breaking bread with, with the news
1: of today. today. Let's push. It is February 14th. That is 45 days deep into the air. 321 left to get her done. Get her done. Happy Valentine's Day, folks. It is, of course, St. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Time to show your affection to your significant other. Or to someone who you might have a crush on. Yeah, let's go with that. But don't confuse the two. It's also International Book Giving Day. Yeah, How th- do th- we that's feel vibe. about receiving a book for Valentine's Day? Yeah, combine the two. I think it's great I think if, if you
3: if, if you think oh i so pissed off you know really have I got a book <laughs> I gave you a book a week ago and you yeah, looked it was so ungrateful bro I, I started you reading it you
0: so ungrateful this is gonna sound so bad I started no, reading it, it. okay it. I'm not
3: gonna say it this guy was
0: teaching me about how to be a Christian father did you uh, read the
3: book my mum gave me the book I gave it to you <laughs> <laughs> but what was the book title called The Intentional Father The Intentional so Father so how would I have known that it was uh, and also I'm gonna tell him to share it on you
2: Sorry, mama. Yeah. Sorry, mama.
3: You, you acting like two months ago you
1: weren't trying to beg me to go to church with you. Oh
3: hey,
4: hey, yeah, 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 yeah What's a all?
3: What's a null? What's a null? I got I'm going
0: to read the box?
1: Also, World Bonobo Day. Life Church. I don't know. Huh? Huh? What is it? World Bonobo Day. Let's guess what that is. Hold on. Bonobo. They're on the verge of extinction. Also, animal. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a. I think it's a monkey of sorts. But yeah, they're not doing well. So. Here's to the Bonobos. Here's to the Bonobos. Um, this was
3: really sad. Yesterday, World Marathon record holder, uh, Calvin Kipton, dies. He, he tragically passed away in a, in a road accident. He was only 24. Oh. Um, but, yeah, very, very sad. So, yeah, that's a bit stink. I don't like it. Uh,
0: my daily bread for today, I'm going to play you out a piece of audio. Jordan, this happened over the weekend, and I want to see if you can guess where this was said. Okay, and, and it will make sense. I'm will play it out for you if you haven't heard it or seen it already. Just have a guess where you think this lady said what she said. Here we go. You know boys, I'm not mad. I'm just really disappointed. Hold on about this. I'm where not mad. That? I'm just really disappointed. Where was that? At the Super
3: Bowl?
0: In Essence. It wasn't at the Super Bowl, but it was a similar realm, similar arena. Gold Coast? <laughs>
1: How'd you get Gold Coast from Vegas? Super Bowl. Vegas Super Bowl.
0: No, that was the ref. So she refed the uh, the Six Nations game over the weekend between England and Wales. Oh, wow. And brought the players over. Bro, and hit them with some mum type-ish. Oh, And was like, hey, boys, I talked to you. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you play out the oh, full clip, please, on, Mark?
3: Now. Come on. You
0: know, boys, I'm not mad. I'm just really disappointed because... You both gave me buy in before the game in the change room that you'd be able to control your players. So, did
5: you lie to me or is
0: it something you
3: can fix from now? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Speak to me. Come on, Mama Bear. Come on, Mama Bear. Oh, did you lie to me? Oh, that's no, 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 interesting. No, 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 no. I did. I did. did. Hey, <laughs> are, are you saying truth avoids you? <laughs> How great is that, bro? You get your mum, you get your auntie to riff these games. These boys split I, up. They were allergic to I didn't see you allergic to truth. So, what happened?
0: Incredible, right? <laughs> Get you with those mom auntie vibes just to tidy up the whole game. And if they walk back, they addressed it. The game was pretty clean after that for the next like I the like next that. little while. But like, hey, England or whoever's deciding how those Six Nation refs work, maybe we need to try that over here.
3: Man, don't talk about that, because I'm starting to I'm starting to want to watch those games. You and everybody else I'm, to, uh, I'm just starting to want to watch yeah, yeah. You know An island versus France England game England won that one too
0: 16-14 Shout out to Ethan uh, Ethan Roots He's a Kiwi He's just started to Is um, your want to, to watch Got England. anything
1: to do with the Netflix series That's just recently yeah. come out Bro, heard about that It's so good Yeah It's it filmed is really so well so good Yeah Another Netflix And like winner. Even like
3: seeing like The viral TikTok of like The Welsh singing mm. that, that, that there's actually a, You know An awesome culture there
0: don't forget Super Scottish Rugby too. Super Rugby starts next week. Oh, that's exciting, man! Blues
3: all day, baby. Woo-hoo! Okay, that is your daily bread, breaking bread with the news of today.
5: This is the morning shift.
2: He.
3: Oh, it's Valentine's Day, it is a day of love, and early in the week, um, it was actually one of our uh, one of the female shifters that said, look, what's gifts that men want, that they actually want, mm-hmm. rather than us get stuff they don't. So, very helpful. The fellas fed back, and so it was only fair that we put it out there, what do ladies actually want, and before we get into Jordan, this... Jordan, I am all ears. I don't want this to seem like, Jordan, just pick answers there, make us sound like we're passive-aggressive. No, that's not it, but... I think they sound like that because the men had a go earlier in the week, eh? They had a go. They had a good dig. Couple.
0: Couple really. Dig. Had a go what? Good dig. <laughs> <laughs> dig. Dig. They had a good dig.
3: I was about to dig a hole. I was like, whew, I mean... Because <laughs> they got came up. both, baby. They got both, Having baby. a good thing came up. Nah. <laughs> so I've just... I have uh, written my favourite answers and we will obviously have a summary of the top five things that women said... Our woman shifter said they wanted... But let's just enjoy these Alright Okay Brock I want you to get comfortable Matou Mark, I want you to have a little laugh oh, <sighs> let me It's not right. time to attack and defend This is what No I'm listening my boy I'm here Our ladies
1: said they wanted My ears are all open Mouth closed
3: Um Just a massage that doesn't have to end with a happy ending Kanpai Gotcha <laughs>
2: That
3: wasn't funny That was funny That was pretty funny they're saying like just What about a massage And like just massage And, and, and that's, that's it a, You know I'll That's yeah. what you want Yeah 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 Okay I thought that was funny <laughs> um, A day not asking me uh, Shit about the kids Use your brain And figure it out oh, <laughs> hear that man hear that But you know everything <laughs> No one told you to marry the dumbass um, uh, Next one A new man would be nice Okay let's move on um, <laughs> For weaponized incompetence To disappear Even for just a day Oh man That's so me <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Can you unpack that? Can you explain what
0: what it is? We used to do this thing called TikTok Thursday, and that was my responsibility, oh. bro. And it just—I I, was just—it was so bad. It's just weaponizing confidence. Now it's no longer my job. Shout out to Nick. Love that. Um, this person
3: said a bit of emotional intelligence would go a long way for Valentine's Day. Cupcake. <laughs> <Ka-pai. laughs> mm. <laughs> Uh, having a legit day off without having to cook or clean or looking after the child. I thought that was more like a Mother's Day kind of one, but no, 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 that's Valentine's, Valentine's Day. No, Valentine's both Day's both Day's, but it's, it's, whatever it it's whatever they want it to be. That's whatever, whatever they want it to be.
1: Mother's Day's every day.
3: Not, uh, <laughs> um, Roxanne said, "Money, millions and millions Look, Roxanne. I like Roxanne. We're just going with that. Um, we would just like some care, bro. Like for real, for real. I saw this and I got it for you because I thought of you here you go it's thought time
0: that, that's simple to me Like. so what did you get Nat, for,
3: for Valentine's Day we're not Valentine's it's day, day, day it's simple to me though hmm? she, she got
0: her a gift she thought about yeah no day. no but we, commu- we already
3: up, talked yeah. about it we, we, we talked about that so. I, think it, no, I think you failed the test I think you
0: talked about it no I think for kind of Valentine's
3: respect. Day I don't need to because every day I show that there's a moment where <laughs> I've cool. considered her and I've thought about her and I've spoken with her you got other problems talking to me.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Defend. Um, more than one round would be cool. Okay. Um, do the, do 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 some washing without having to be told. But these are the top things um, a woman want for Valentine's Day. Okay, okay. I'm so listening. Listen. Not an in, not in any particular order. Initiative would be great, guys. Well, oh, This has come oh, up like three or four <laughs> times, ain't it? Initiative would be great for Valentine's Day. That came up quite a lot. Mm. It's a tough one to learn initiative.
1: Especially when. Is it
3: possible to learn initiative? Hey, Are you just born with it?
1: I've always thought that. You're just born with it. But then also, we don't. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm summarizing with everybody else. Uh, but this, yeah, in my man, relationship, it, I find if I have too much initiative, it's initiative that's not wanted. In other mm. words, why do you think of doing no. that? That's, you're like, you're too the man. No, 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 no. That's Not what at I all. Heard too, <laughs> I heard the same. Thing. What I mean is is y'all have plans already, and if we start showing mm. too much initiative, then those plans get thrown into disrepute and then we start fighting over things that we're trying to be too initiative on. Yeah. No, but I think too the much, thing like smaller things initiative. around the house. So you, you you go ahead and you just do the things
0: mark at the house. Whereas I would be at the house like Hey, uh, what are we doing for dinner? See, Mark, you're already going... You're thinking a level ahead. I think they've come back sometimes to Sometimes too
3: much initiative is a trauma response because that person grew up in a, in a home where sometimes um, there were, if one thing went wrong, uh, whatever they wanted to happen or whatever they were looking forward to was taken away from them. So mm. maybe if you don't have initiative... There's not trauma you need to look through there, and that uh, could be a point. We're listening, though. <laughs> we, we, you know what?
1: Yeah, we yeah, are yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah, sorry, we're, sh- we're hearing what you're saying, guys. Right, this is a list? We're not supposed to break it down at Home. all. Yes. Initiative. Okay, shut go, up, man. Right. Shut
3: up, everyone. Shut up. Next one. Time with me, not time with me on on your phone. Mm. Mm. Very important. The ladies can be guilty of that too. What? Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry. Next one. A day to myself where I don't have to think about responsibilities. This came up a lot. But isn't a counter- whole day? Isn't counter- Valentine's no, Day together. the day we spend together?
1: <laughs> isn't that counterproductive? A whole day? We're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be responsible for Are a day whole day. Off?
3: We're going to die. Uh, two more things. Something intentional that reflects effort and thought. I already kind of said that before that came that came up the most um, But also a lot of ladies still want some good food Just simply some good food If you can cook, it's a bonus Doesn't actually have to necessarily be a flash restaurant Although some ladies did want, you know, the whole shebang um, But just a good meal, a good convo, some great food
1: Do you know so where, where I went? got my handbook out, I'm good for Yeah, you.
3: why don't you tell the real story, Matzo, Mark About, oh, sorry
1: What real story? Do you I have know, a real story? I, I can I just have to tell me what it is
3: what actually happened the other day when you took Jana to that new spot?
1: Oh no, it was terrible. <laughs> that was a terrible idea. But I have I'm, I'm looking to redeem myself tonight. <gasps> yeah, you are. I went to a certain place that we visited. Oh, recently? Le Français?
3: Don't don't say it. Don't say it because I want to do that too. I want to go there okay. like it's the first time I've been. No, here. no, no,
1: but I am not we, because it's a, a you can only go during the lunchtime. Mrs.
3: listens too. Thanks, Mark.
1: No, 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 but what I've gone is gone and got two beautiful bottles. And some beautiful cheeses. And I'm gonna put, I'm, I'm, we, it's midweek, we can't go out, it's school night. So I'm gonna create my own little restaurant down in the lounge and I'm going to do French I think sauce. she'd rather just go to the place she probably would but yeah. we don't have the chance to this time so I'm going to go ahead and lock in my own I think French she, restaurant I know, she's yeah. not being here. I know yeah.
3: she doesn't mean this I think she'd much prefer just to like, not do that in Jordan the I know what you're doing
1: you're trying to cut down my idea because you failed miserably in your relationship <laughs> oh, wow.
2: tell him, Mark tell him, Mark you're That's trying to up.
1: my efforts <laughs> Hey. but I'm going to I'm, I'm going to push through this is not going to be a failure I'm going to issue a voucher for my own French restaurant tonight downstairs
3: Anyway. Somehow we've made this about us Sorry ladies This is completely about you Men Initiative I don't want to say do better Alright that's
0: what I heard Initiative But
3: I want to say it's possible
0: (laughs) Give it a go You know
3: those ones like Do better No no I just want to say It's possible It's possible Happy Valentine's Day guys
2: This
5: is the morning shift
0: Alright, ladies, nothing about you guys. I'm not in love, so I wanna talk about the boys. Let's I want to go. talk about the homies. That's my boy right there. That's my Uso. I love you. There was no need for me to do that. Anyway, hey, boy. Now that we're doing this, I'm kinda of like, do I wanna be exposing the
3: inner workings of a of a homie's group? Nah, we talked about this before, you'll find everything safe. Or kosher? And also, there's nothing. Actually, we're not having anything. That's going on in, in guys' check groups that. There's alarm bells, it's fine
0: don't tell them about it Also ladies, don't run from this one I think you could do maybe some association with this Whether that's your man, you got a brother, old man Find in where your man fits in I saw this piece of audio And it's talking about the five most needed and necessary homies In every friend group Let me play it out for you And then we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit after Here we go
2: Number one is the homie who got the group hangout spot bro AKA the best house the chillest parents, the best food. This is where the sleepovers happen too. All the chaotic, shit, all the parties, mm-hmm. it all happens at his house. Jamie Number was... two is the homie who has zero filter. No matter what place, no matter what event y'all are at, y'all could be at the most convenient, most peaceful event. He'll still say the most out of pocket. He's Back. probably got y'all kicked out of place. But bro, humor and inside jokes are a hall of fame. Number three is the Riz Lord. Now Pete game, whenever you're in the fourth quarter, down the stretch, he's the one that's going to hit that shot for the boys, bro. By no means is he the group leader. He just has the social skills. Number four is the oldest <laughs> homie of the group. See, he's actually the most mature one of the group. He's gone through the most experiences. He keeps you off from actually doing the dumb shit. And lastly, we got the homie who randomly disappears. Maybe they got a girl or something.
3: Oh, I know who that is. <laughs> Hi, So,
4: let's... <laughs>
0: Shut up. <laughs> so, let's talk through these real quick, all right? So, the first one was the group hangout spot. Do you guys immediately go, okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> Without a doubt, right? Because
3: you guys haven't seen his house. This guy has a very You talked nice about it. He's got
0: high ceilings, house. like...
3: The giants live in there.
0: Indoor, outdoor flow, uh, sort of garage that we can we can like a little man cave that we can run to as well. The deck, the deck, the backyard, like there's just space. So immediately I thought the okay. nipple
1: hoop, got it all. I fell over the other day and it broke. I'm oh, sorry. That no doesn't make
3: hoop. the house any less nice <laughs> All big. Uh, it's a nice house. Yeah, you need someone with a spot. Eh, that's the most important. And if you don't have someone with a spot, then you're going to bars, and then you're always that's having to spend not money. The same. Yeah, no,
1: no, no. So you need someone like that in the ch- ladies. Home it's base s- is very important. Yeah, it's a seven-minute uh, Uber on be Central.
3: Also, also right. very, very underrated. The the friend who has the spot and is so like giving about it. He he's a legend. Like when he's like, boys, let's come back to mine. Oh, what are you talking? All good. Yeah, yeah of course. Those people have their own. up. See you soon. Oh, it's like it's. It make, it makes you feel so much love for your brother. That's like a that. brother. That's a brother hug. You got my Eddie. See you yeah, soon. I already
0: oh. know where you live. Bro, top of the list. So you got the group hangout spot. The second one was the homie that has zero filter. Immediately, yeah. I think of my mate tip. Yeah,
3: not Tuck. i He'll say anything.
0: Mark, you got one. He, he called one know? of our
3: sisters chubby the other day.
1: Ooh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> can't do that. He was also three minutes late <laughs> to his gym class and he quit the gym. <laughs> like, like he told he told the gym. To get F.
3: Yeah. He said cancel my membership because they didn't let him in. So, uh, uh, oh, he, We're also saying things with his name, so we probably not. Sorry about that, sorry about
0: that. <laughs> uh, the third was the Riz Lord. See, this one here in New Zealand, I was kind of like, maybe that's the one. Or maybe in my group we, shout out to my brothers, but I, I don't know if I've got the Riz Lord in my group. Yeah, Riz is like,
3: oh no, we do. I don't know I don't really understand Riz but let's let's say the Scuxs one you know that would be the Skucks one you know the dude who's like always taking a bit longer to get ready he's the one that's like nah nah um what do you call it Fahrenheit Savage that pff, I'm not putting that on me <laughs> <laughs> He bought my in. own perfumes Heads Turn that guy nah it's different to Heads Turn guy you don't think so it's different to like he's got the aura. good looking one it's like the Riz the Skucks is like they're invested in what they look like you know, they've bought, they've bought, like they've forecasted to bring clothes for the morning to get changed into after the seabird. Oh, that'd
1: be me as well then, wouldn't it? <laughs> you and those <laughs> shoes. Can you put your shoes up on camera right
3: now? You've worn the same shorts for the last 13 days. No,
1: the brown ones
3: yesterday. Oh, you guys
0: can't see the shoes, but just think your dad's lawnmowing shoes. Brand new basketball shoes. He's rocking those. Uh, shout out to Lance. Um, <laughs> fourth one was the old head. Mark, That's that. that's you, my boy by age
3: yeah but, but like you, it's, are, you
0: just fall into it it's the most mature uh, the one who says hey no we're not doing that and we go okay yeah okay no, we, we're not doing that
3: Jordan oh, sorry, you yeah. can actually fall in that group too hey man I don't mind I don't mind being an old head the voice of reason <laughs> the voice of wisdom <laughs> am I right Marker <laughs> And finally, uh, we would have to talk about the last one. So, bro, the last one is a guy who smoke bombs, bro. That is Brooke, honestly. And Brooke, it oh. is the most frustrating thing ever. Like, you know, you're in, like, you know, when you're in it together on a night, and you're you're checking in, and you know, you know, sometimes there's those friends where you're like, crap, it's been half an hour, forty minutes, I haven't seen him. Like, damn, I missed it. But then you, you know, he's like, no, no, no safe. He'll just, he'll still go. He'll just still smoke bomb. We'll just go home I was calling him and He'd be like Yeah I'm in bed Yeah sorry about that. Like literally like We were in the club At the bar And 25 minutes later He's like Yeah I went home I'm in bed I'm like I also don't Don't no
0: one think I'm, I'm leaving with people I just want to clear that Nah here. you're
3: not You actually just go home I
0: just had enough I also I don't think those are Necessarily the five Most needed and necessary
3: yes. uh, Sorry
0: I don't know if those are necessary. We can get some more in here. Yeah, all right. True, I we, can, we can move some around and, and maybe jump on socials later or let us know on the shifters page what I missed out here. Boys have a go as well. But um, I think we all got the short homie in the group. You all got a little, you Randy. know. Right. I think about, mo- and he listens, John Brooks, I love you to death. <laughs> but like, if you think right now, Mark, outside of this group that we have here, do you think, okay, I got the little, I got the little bro in the group? Little Web.
3: I got a bro, I got a bro called a Little Web. <laughs> That's crazy <laughs> uh, i got a bro my, name, my bro Nui And he is my Most appreciated friend Because He knows every single Delicious food joint In Auckland And so if I'm like Bro Me and the missus Can't find Like we, we're wanting Some Italians tonight Like we don't want to go To the normal ones He's like Oh bro Go down the side street Ask for the person And da da da, da You see out there. front bro, You try Unreal Like every type of cuisine He has a spot for And he also will tell you Like what's not good Oh so you got the legend you uh, got he, the legend homie. You need a friend like that. You got the
0: legend homie. You,
3: you got the poor Shout me guy. Shout out to
0: Nui. Shout out to Nui You got the poor me guy. That's you. That might That's you that I, I might fall into that, that category. <laughs> I, might, <laughs> I just want to be heard, man. I'm an only child, man. I just, this, is my, <clears throat> this is my trauma response. Uh, we all got the ugly homie in the group. Oh. Hey, we do, man. Like, I know we all thought of someone. <laughs> 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 no. we got the bros good at everything
3: do you reckon no we're not talking about girls no what do you think they have roles no I just you know guys like guys always have ugly people in their group but sometimes girls and their friends How...
1: nah, I don't know what no. I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> can I add no, one you know what? can I I'm add not not one can, I, one? Uh, what? can you... I add one to the yes the we ain't done guy <laughs> like, run me through that, run me through that.
3: <laughs>
0: Everyone
1: else is like, the night's done. But there's always one.
3: That's me. <laughs> the,
1: the full sender.
3: Well, I can't say less push <laughs> and we're not pushing.
1: <laughs> you pushed uh, through. Nah, I'm getting better
3: at that actually in my old age. Saying, learning to. Just trying to keep the vibes going, you know? But the vibes have a cap,
1: you know? What Jordan didn't tell you is he was still out in the clubs at 6 a.m. when Brooke went home for his. You know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> for his. Like, Where are you? Yeah, well, was a vibe too. <laughs> It was a void. Hey, ladies, the can't drink guy—they're—they're they're annoying. Oh, yes. oh. I've actually—I no want to talk about that, that at some point, but like, there's no way to like teach someone how to drink. Either hey, you got it or you—you you don't. got it or you don't. But I don't—I don't know if that's particularly true. I think those those guys need to be teachable. But often they're just hardheads. You know, they're just like—got well, that one on the got, Yeah, think of they've got no, like, okay, this is a teachable moment, bro. This is your eleventh. Drink and 11th you're annoying and everyone wants you to go home now. You wanna exercise some awareness? Go sit down for forty minutes. Have a break. Cause we don't want you to go, we just want this version of you to go. <laughs> so you know what I mean? So That's me. No, you're fine. Man. There's gotta be some kind you know how they got out like um it. So, Alcoholic Anonymous or whatever? Yeah. We should have some kind of program that helps people drink better.
1: Yeah, that sounds counterproductive. Um, okay. no, no, what Wait. about E? Enough's enough. One more I want to add. <laughs> this one's always a, the crazy one that you know when they turn up. It's the gear beer. You know the one who turns up I They got, well, they're something. not they drinking got, beers. I wouldn't. they I got wouldn't all the gears, something. no ideas?
3: <laughs> is
4: that what are you talking
3: about? The swag? I milli. Know yeah. What not what that is or what you just said. <laughs> I have no part of that. You know what that is? That's enough.
0: That's where we're going to call it a day here, Mark. The gear bear. Oh, get out of this
1: here.
5: This The Morning Shift.
1: Guys, it's time to play out another Valentine's shout-out. I love love. Oh, here we go. This is a goodie.
5: Morena Fano, I just wanted to do a Valentine's shout-out for my man, um, Josh. He, I came from a troubled relationship. And I was that fierce, independent, single mum, and he took us in his arms, and he mm. said to me, I got this, and he stepped Beautiful. up as a great stepdad, and he shows me so much love. And I just don't tell him I like, appreciate him enough. So, I love you, babe, and I hope everybody gets the experience of love like this one day.
1: Beautiful Lee Thank you so much for uh, That listening was in. beautiful I love that You could probably hear you too
3: If you don't talk Through the pillow <laughs> <laughs> No that was beautiful That was a beautiful message <laughs> Sorry No that was actually beautiful I love that Men who step up Whāna who step up Show up
1: I think most importantly too Lee Is that you saw the behaviour In yourself Do you know what I mean Fiercely independent And you opened your heart again So well done to you Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.
0: So happy for
3: you. Moving through. Good evening and everything in between. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News for you.
1: Come on. Yeah, let's rip into the three stories for this week. Uh, three waters to be repealed. Buying a home is about to get even tougher. And false teeth worth $40,000. $40,000. First, too excited me much. What is Three Tell Waters? Tell me why I can't buy a house. I could never explain Three Waters. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> Maybe like that's
3: the point, eh? They yeah. don't want us to actually know what it is, so that when they. Because it sounds important. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From but my it's understanding, it's at the moment all the councils look after their own water. So, if you know, if you're in Gizzy, it's the Gizman district council or the up Future Gis- oh, I uh, thought district they were giving council.
3: it back to councils.
1: Uh, yeah, so what, what the idea behind Three Waters was, and this is just a very. Yeah, top of the line, top line. Top line. Understanding of how it works was that they were about to bring all the water uh, resources together and then split it into three entities. And they were also going to be um, consulting with Māori and iwi about the water use. So a bit of co-governance around how we were spending our money um, and how it was being spent on on all the water, different water. waste, storm be, and drinking water. Yep. Uh, and then basically this government's come in and said, no, 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 we're not doing that anymore. We're going to give it uh, back to the councils. You guys can look after your own water. Which is disappointing for places like Wellington who... I heard the other day a statistic that every time you turn a tap on, forty-six percent of that water traveling through those pipes is lost through leaks. So you're <laughs> thats oh, how many leaky, leaks? Leaky though. Like they're losing forty-six percent of their oh water. Oh my
3: gosh!
1: Daily water use through leakages and pipes. So yeah. Anyway, uh, really quickly, the government has said that they are going to pass a bill uh, to repeal three waters and restore council ownership and control of water assets by the end of this week. Damn, that's quick. Yeah. Uh, moving through, uh, the Reserve Bank, Oof, get me excited another... here, Mark. Come <laughs> on, baby. Is proposing to impose a new type of mortgage lending restriction on banks from the middle of this year. Uh, the regulation at the moment is it's pretty basic, but what they're going to do is they're going to ask banks to make sure that you have twenty percent of the value of the mortgage they issue, and if it's an owner occupier, uh, and it has to be the debt has to be more than or less than six times your gross annual income. <laughs> oh my god! If you are what? an investor, though, the Harry... <laughs> so basically, a debt-to-income to ratio, uh, someone who earns $100,000 a year would struggle to get a mortgage of $600,000, and what house can you buy for $600,000 these days, especially if you're an Auckland dweller, which I think the mean is about uh, 1.2 mil, so you mm-hmm. wouldn't even have half the amount that you'd need to get into a, a new house. You'd have to start earning well over, uh, what would that be, 300000 I reckon, to be able to... Get a mortgage that was big enough to, and who's earning that much? Do you so, know how many
0: people in New Zealand, the percentage of New Zealanders that earn over $200,000? Hit me. 1.5%. 1. One, yeah, exact, yeah, exactly. 1.5%. Uh,
1: on the flip side, however, they are looking to make it a bit easier to be investors, or if you're wanting to be an investor, that just means
3: landlord. that 99% of New Zealanders need to work harder. Or 98.5. Or 98.5. Okay, got it.
1: Exactly. Need to get paid more, even though they are working hard. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, to simplify this... That
3: was um, sarcasm, by the way, guys.
1: The new restrictions, um, if I break it right down, the way I understand it is what you earn will play a bigger role as of halfway through this year, because it's all going to depend on how much you earn. It already is to a certain degree, but um, if you're an investor, things are going to get a little easier. So... The throw on this, I reckon, is probably a bit of a swing back or a backlash from what the last government was doing. The last government was all about trying to get new homeowners, get people into houses, um, and making it really hard for landlords and investors to get into the market. This is the blowback now. Now we're, uh, we've got this government, this coalition government, they're like, no, 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 we're going to make it a bit easier now for business owners and people who are investors to own property. Well,
0: we're not surprised. We kind of knew that was going to happen, but 200000 is absolutely ridiculous. The thing that pisses me off is Jordan... I know you were joking before but we have to work harder, but the <laughs> hardest workers, mm. like dead ass, the hardest workers are the people who don't make as much money. Mm-hmm. Trying to make ends meet, trying to pay for everything, trying to pay for your kids, trying to pay for food, trying to put a roof above your head. Those are the hardest workers. And we get, and
3: we, get, we forget how everything is connected, right? Like we had a social media chat the other day around um, how present you are in your kids' lives and how, like sometimes, you know, screen time for kids if you're working two jobs and you're coming home tired or, you got or you're trying to work a job while looking after one of your kids so they need to be on screen time like the way the way that it just it's a it's it's pressure and it's just it like this is where inflation and things like that start to affect our communities and our families a lot more than just money and, and houses you know what I mean so yeah I hear your frustration Brooke I, I ought not know what to do but I, I think we're just I think the generation coming through the white picket fence, the idea of having a house, it's it's not achievable, and that's a that's a really sad thing. But it's like, what what is our generation coming through? I don't have a house yet. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's never been something I really like wanted. I'll go for it, and I hope, it. I hope I hope I can get it one day. But what is the new, what is the new Kiwi dream?
1: That's a really good point. Um, and a few years back. They discovered in America and the US, uh, sorry, the US and the UK that there's a full generation who are quite happy never owning a house. They just, that's just part of their, they know it's never going to be a thing they can do and housing ownership is not theirs. It's sad to think that that's where we're headed now in Aotearoa, that that, that's what a generation will be feeling and thinking, that we're just like London, just like, you know, uh, California we just live we grow up in rentals we live in a rental and then we die there's something
0: special and unique subconsciously though about owning your small piece of land your little area of the world and I think there's a warmness to that and the fact that the goalposts have changed that that's where we need to understand okay what is different to us is it having shares and having all this money and having comfort to know that I can pay rent next week as opposed to living in this house that I own this roof so everything changes it's just yeah I thought, f-
1: I thought there'd be at least a couple more generations before it became impossible to own land. Anyways, our final story for our true news for today is Sir Winston Churchill. His false teeth went up for auction. Uh, he's not with us anymore, so he didn't need them. Uh, but yeah, they sold for $40,000 New Zealand dollars at auction. Uh, Coswold's auction company, who handled the sale, someone... Uh, and pounds snapped them up for eighteen thousand pounds, which would be the equivalent of forty thousand dollars for some false teeth. It was just the top one too, just uh, of the great Winston Churchill. Well, who they considered the great Winston Churchill,
0: former oh. prime minister, right?
1: Talk about investments. Yeah,
0: as the rich people got money, man, they just be buying <laughs> that just so they can tell their for, hey, I have got Winston's, and then they get drunk and they put it at have got Winston's teeth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was ironic. We can't buy houses, but someone's paying that much for. Uh, yeah, don't no, no, no.
3: yeah, man, there must is. be nice, mate. It must be nice. Anyway, guys, that is your true news. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And that is, one like I just said again, that is true news
5: for you. This <laughs> so is, is the morning
2: shift.
1: But my life is good.
2: The Men's Den. Thanks to Spates Summit Ultra. <sighs> yeah, it is.
1: <sighs> welcome into the Men's Den, where everyone is welcome. <sighs> thanks to our mates at Spates. Teaching mates to be better mates. Better mates. That's he. So how do we be better mates? Well, we all come down to this little couches and we sort of sit around and we go a little deeper into topics. And this week, gentlemen, because it is Valentine's Day today, I, I, I saw this really interesting thing on TikTok. Now, I'm making sure I don't spend too much time on TikTok after our interview uh, earlier in the week. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I started to really note what I am watching, what I'm consuming. It's good to be aware. But this was something that, uh, that took my fancy, and I want us to listen to it. And learn about vasopressin, which is a chemical byproduct of stress within us men. Vasopressin? Yes. Now, this byproduct for men can help us. It can also crush us. But if it's used correctly by those who want to date us and be a part of our lives for the rest of our lives, this chemical could be the key. Take a listen to this
2: vasopressin is a stress hormone, right? You don't want to be the source of his stress. You want to be the cooperative, right? You want to, men like overcoming stress. Women are negatively affected by stress. So to be a part of that process in life, men are going to be working from some goal. something is ambitious about, even if it's in the next week, in the next year, whatever it is, his plan to attract resources, to provide, to protect the people he cares about. So There's multiple ways to do this, but if you want to affiliate with him where he says this person is my teammate, right? This woman is part of my life and she helps me in a deep way feel and be a man, right? For the things I care about. One, you can either stimulate the analytical process in his head to create a safe space where he can talk about the stresses of his problem solving, right? "Ah, I haven't been able to do this. I'm worried I won't be able to do this. And you help him activate that own pathway in his head. How have you solved this before, etc.? And he self-actualizes, figures it out. He associates that vasopressin release with you, right? Another version is, think about an escape room I brought up, right? You guys both have to solve this challenge, and you're doing something that's complimentary. You're like, you know what? I'm going to look in this corner of the room, and he's like, I'm going to make a plan for how we can get out under 20 minutes. That team bonding activity Makes him think you are an ally in his life, so you want to do a complementary force that is for something that he's stressed about, but helps him accomplish that. Aren't we
1: simple creatures? <laughs> Take us just to the frozen. escape room
3: and we're up. good. Mark, I'm not gonna lie, that just sounded like too a little podcasty for me. Eh? Like, there's a lot of words, but but can you unpack what you took? Because when you say it, I feel like I'll be able to hear it better.
1: So when we get stressed out as men, we produce this biochemical which is called. Vasopressin. Yeah, right? I'm so already it, listening. It's sitting in there. Mm-hmm. It's Now, when we go to solve or try, because men typically, they'll feel stress and they'll try and find a way out of it. They'll want to solve it as soon as possible and they want to triumph over that stress, whatever's stressing them out, right? What that person is saying is that if you wanted to become an ally, if you wanted that, that man to love you as their partner, you need to partner up in them and getting through stressful times because then they will see you on a whole different level. You'll become a resource that they're trying to gather to get through their life. Rather than just being like, oh, come on, come on. Like, I need you to do this, I need you to do that. Be there with, fight the stressful battle with them, and they will produce this chemical which will link you to them for the rest of their life. Like, they'll want you there as a part of their stress. Yeah, true. As a part of their good times and their bad times. So easy said than done, though, right? Oh, one hundred percent. I don't have the, answer. I do not have the answers. Oh, <laughs> I do not have the answers. Get on board and we'll be I do not have the answers <laughs> and how to do it properly and achieve it. But what I do think is there's a lot to be said about how we process things differently.
3: Shut the hell up and help <laughs> me solve this problem. <laughs> we're going to an escape room. I'm struggling right now, but we're going to go there and you're going to love it.
1: Well, sometimes the other thing is
3: is um, you know your spouse can ask, just tell me what's wrong, mm-hmm. and and and. That can also we can hear like. No, not what's wrong is not what I need to be asked. Like, how do I get through it? this? Yes, is, is, is also something framing of questions. And obviously right. we, we we miss things, both ways as
1: well. Obviously, but yeah, that chemical though. strong take. Hey, <laughs> that chemical. I mean? never even knew it existed. I didn't know it was a part of who or what we are in 42 years on this earth. But it makes sense to me if well, I'm if my partner in life is somebody who. During the toughest times, I look over and I know that they're there for me and, and are helping me solve the problem. We're going to get on a lot better than you need to solve the problem. Do you know what I mean? Someone on the outside going, hurry up, solve it. Hurry up, get <laughs> through the stress. You need someone who's going to be there with you. Well, that, let's, that's the right of die, right? You can, know. can we go a step further?
3: When you're in the in the
1: heat of the battle, <laughs> me personally, what are yeah.
3: things that you want to hear? Oh.
1: I want to be told that I'm already a tremendous provider for the family and I've already done really well in life and that this is just going to be another one of the things that you triumph over. So just a little bit of encouragement. cheerleader. Dan, I think,
3: uh, wouldn't we all want to hear that? eh? Yeah. I just just sounded Lovely. (laughs)
1: Is that was that what you, No, that, no. That no. What, what, is there something different that you'd rather hear in the, stre- the heat of the stress moment when you? Know well, everyone it. has their
3: things, like how they interpret things, right? But yeah. For the for you, that's what it is. That's it's what like, it is for me. It's gonna it's gonna be okay.
1: Yeah. And like, you can do this. That's it. That's all I need to hear. What about you, Brooke? I don't need your suggestions either, please. Like, <laughs> <laughs> tell me how to do it. Because <laughs> <laughs>
3: men, men also like. Want to know we had help, but also convince ourselves we figured it. out.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just just lead me to the water, right? We
3: definitely had an assist there, but uh, we'll just, can we just pretend like
0: I did that? Yeah. Where the real dime is that you let us have it. Mm. Like, lead oh. us to the water, let us drink it, and you know you've done the work. And, and we know that you've done the work, but just let us sit in that glory of, hey, we yeah. worked this out.
1: They're yeah. like, there could be no oasis it.
3: around there. You're like, <gasps> have a drink.
1: <laughs> I was thirsty before, I'm no longer. We know fully that you did it and solved it, and we just want to hear, you did so well. You got there. What do you want to hear,
3: bro? Yeah, I guess it's a cheerleader. It is a cheerleader. It's it's, it's uh,
0: the right words with the right amount of empathy at the right time, which is a lot to ask, right? It's like a home run. But I think if you get it, here's what I think, and this is just me thinking, and I've, I've spent a little bit of time over there, but I think they're much better communicators. I don't think New Zealanders are the greatest communicators in the world. No, we're not. We're so passive. But also not the greatest listeners. Mm. So when someone is asking us and they might be saying all the right things, our our walls go up. And you're right, passive is such a good word. But just spending a little bit of time in America, I think, and I don't know why. I have no idea why. But I think that um, they're more open to hearing those sort of conversations and allowing that space to be okay. And maybe it's not just Americans, but I think that Americans, that's one part
1: where they – if they're in a relationship, a loving relationship, maybe they listen just a lot better than we do. Jordan, in the heat of the stress, what do you need to hear? You know, that's that's all we
3: had time for today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I actually did a Houdini.
3: Often what you want to hear is also what your own child wants to hear. Mm. Yeah, So I'll let you guys think about that. <laughs>
2: this is such
3: nah, such a Nah, a mix of those both. Yeah, 100%. Um, I don't know. What do I want to hear?
1: You're up against the problem that you just, it's just grinding you. You know it's there. What yeah. are you, and you look over, and there she is, and what is she saying to you?
3: I think it's just like, you can finish that. You play, need babe. anything? You know? I actually sometimes <laughs> just need a glass of Coke, cold Coke Zero, you know? <laughs> and then I'm good to go. Just, just something that, or like, for me, like, acts of service is like, so huge. Like, actually, it's not, I'm quite good at. I can be quite good at processing, but if if someone's gone and if Mrs has gone and put aside leftover dinner and a container in the fridge for lunch tomorrow, I'm like fuck. I can go run through a brick wall. You know, mm. it's everyone's different anyway. and
0: situational too. Like if I'm at a tonguey and I haven't said anything, but I I see my partner in crime over there with a tea towel. I don't know why, but that me. I I, I want to run through a wall for that. I don't know if that falls in the same
3: bracket. Mm. Yeah, no, you're just you're just expressing something you yeah. like. <laughs>
1: off the future <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> alright
3: Brook's future lover uh, uh, i happy, happy alright hey we're gonna wrap the, that up here for men's den but next up please stay tuned because we have the most amazing chat about Waitangi and just sort of um, things to think about moving forward with these two brothers Edu and Hemi Kapakini
5: this is the morning
4: shift
3: Kia shifters, uh, just quickly uh, Waitangi Day was obviously last week and we did want to have someone uh, uh, coming on the podcast and as I reflected into this week I thought why don't we do some kind of recap? so it is my privilege right now to mm. introduce two brothers, two of the triplets but uh, Edu and Hemi uh, Kapakingi into the studio, I'm going to let them introduce themselves though Welcome brothers
4: <laughs> <laughs> Kia te um, ai, ko taku ingoa, uh, Kapakingi uh, the couple's from uh, Te Aupōuri up in the far north, and call. Uh the king is from uh far north and I will say have connections to uh, Whangaroa Ngapuhi um, and Waikato. I know they're yeah, in the
5: here and get I quite tete um mahanga tuku one of the triplets. Yeah, those fucker papa as well, and yeah, happy to be here, happy to get into this swaning today. Yeah, hundred um, percent.
3: We're talking about Waitangi, and you guys were obviously up there. And I, I was looking at a lot of the social media, and and you guys are doing choice stuff. Upon um, reflection, if we could just get straight in, like, what what are some of your thoughts after that week into this weekend, and in terms of kind of what's going on politically? I read, I read your um, Lincoln bio, and, you, and it says everything is political, um, which is quite quite an interesting take. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on more and just kind of reflecting on the week.
4: Yeah, bro. Um, I'm still processing, to be honest. Like yeah. it was a big week, and me and my bros, we've been going to Waitangi since we were like little. And I guess it's like been like uh, uh, different stages of being at Waitangi. Like when yeah. we were little, we we're just there to to eat kai and eventually check out girls, and then eventually <laughs> now we're there for the but You know, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's our journey. That's been yeah. our process. Um, and yeah, this year we were part of a pretty big activation on the malai and still processing sort of what that means now and moving forward for future Waitangi and how we activate our generation in terms of um, knowing not just the words of Te Tiriti but the truth behind it. Um, so that's the process that we're we're walking through and yeah, I'm a strong believer in the fact that everything is political, especially as Māori, as a minority on our own whenua, we don't have the privilege to be apolitical, we don't have the privilege to step away from politics because all of the decisions that are made at a political level, whether that's on your own marae or in parliament – affect us um, deeply because we are mon- a minority living on our own whenua. Um, so I'm trying to, I'm on this this mission, I guess, or this kōpapa to try and awaken the rangatira that lives within all of us as, as young Māori um, who are pushing this kōpapa. 100%.
3: Um, do you have any discussion? Yeah, bro. Just yeah.
5: wanted to speak to, I guess, the scale of Waitangi Day at Waitangi. So as Edu said, said, we've been going for, like, better part of 10 years to Waitangi has been years where it's been completely dead, like there's just been very little attendance. But this mm. year, the scale was massive, like the magnitude Thanks. of people that came in.
0: Why do you think this year was so different? Because the government and everything's happened. I think, yeah, or? I
5: believe like the um, the rhetoric that's coming out from four parts of the government have been um, inciting, I guess, uh, the rangatira mm-hmm. inside of all of us to step out and to step up. And that's what we saw in terms of the attendance. Like, so the way Waitangi in terms of the location it's set up, you got te Titi Marai, te Whare Dunanga, which is where the um, delegates and the government uh, officials go, and then you've got um, like a housing expo or the public service area, which is down um, near the other side of the bridge, and each one of those spaces were completely covered with people, we've never seen that before, mm-hmm. um, it's usually just one part, that's where all the performances or the dancers or the kapakas, that's pretty pumping, but every other part is pretty pretty dead, but um, we also had uh, the foreign tent um, by the Wharewaka, which was run by our cousin Ngahuya Harawira, and that was completely full. And there's been years where it's just been the kaumātua sitting on the chairs in front and no one asked attendance, but there was so much um, want and such such an appetite to go and sit and listen. And yeah, just a real urge and, and surge of people going into Waitangi and Waitangi Day. So it's massive.
3: 100%. Mm. I, I saw that too. Just for those who are listening who are maybe not understanding what this conversation could be, um, I suppose uh, Waitangi Day got, got popping this year because um, we got a new government and part of the coalition uh, of the government that formed um, basically um, they came out saying that they were wanting to look at amending the treaty um, what are some things that we're, there I suppose people are listening at listening at different stages for non maori um, there might be some listening to this going i don 't really i don 't really care like that 's like i 'm not in that some non maori would be uh, look uh, i don 't have an opinion but I could probably align with something if I heard something good well you know so many different ways to enter hearing something like that. What are some good things to think about when a government says we'd like to amend a founding document?
4: Yo, yeah, that aligns perfectly too with I guess the copa behind our activation on Waitangi Day. So my um, bros um, Te Hori, uh, the Hori, and yeah. Te Kuru Jews. <laughs> the uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they pulled me into this copa that they wanted to uh, to use to activate um, our, our generation and challenging directly the government because they are threatening. The mana and the tapu of Tetiriti or Waitangi. And so the Boru Hori, he's an artist and he, he created some shields yeah, uh, in the shape of Tititi, And uh, the purpose behind that, or I guess the imagery behind that, is that Tititi protects us and our mana uh, in Aotearoa, but it also protects the place of Pakeha. So, but a lot of Pakeha fear Tititi because they think it's something that displaces them. Or is,
3: All is, the view is like, you guys get special stuff and we don't yeah. through the treaty. Yeah, and, exactly. is, and it, do you, are you saying that, that that's actually a wrong way to look at it, or could be?
4: Well, te Tiriti is a two-way agreement, and so there are benefits on both sides. The benefit for Pakia is that they have a place to call home, and that's Aotearoa, mm-hmm. and we've held up that um, yeah, that, <laughs> that end of the sorry. bargain since 1840, right? Um, but the the reciprocation, which is that our tinotango tiritonga, which existed long before Pakia got here, is maintained. Mm. That hasn't been kept up. The government since um, 1840 since 1853, since the first official government was established, has been operating on the basis that they have all the mana and we have none mm. and that we just freely gave over, that our tupuna freely gave over all their mana in 1840 and signing to Diriti o Waitangi, which is, um, that's that's not true. That couldn't be true. There were 80,000 Māori at the time and 2,000 Pākehā. So why in that situation would you give over all your mana uh, to a minority of 40 to 1? Um, so that's that's the truth that we're resurrecting and Pakia fear that truth because they think when we rebalance our mana that we're going to turn around and do to them exactly what their tūpuna did to us. But we wouldn't because that's not how the Māori world operates. Mm. That's not how tikanga Māori operates. We're a people of aroha, manaaki uh, and balance. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's where a lot of Pakia fear comes from, which is semi-understandable, but again, it comes back to education and the history around te tiriti, te uh, and all of the things that make us tangata whenua and that create a place for Pakiao. I have, a,
1: yeah. Sorry, was just really quickly the. I think the I have friends who will sit there and go, "Well, I've always called this home. Like this has always been my home. Why all of a sudden am I having to to ask for permission to call it home uh, of, of from the Pakiao side?" So, for people who think that way inclined, like, is there a, a way that um, I don't know that. That this conversation can be had, where you know your fourth generation or third generation been living here, been born here, um, but may not have Māori in them, mm. to make it easier to feel like yeah, we're all in this together.
4: Yeah, well, it is their home, bro, and you know, I would never say otherwise. But it's not rent free, <laughs> so there's a rent that you have to pay <laughs> if you're living here, and that's respect for tangata whenua and our rights. Mm. So when we want to have more of a say as to say how water is used on Aotearoa, um, then. The rent, I guess, in respect of that, is um, to total to support um, any sort of reform and actions at a governmental level um, to carve out a bigger space for tangata whenua uh, in those political decisions.
3: Yeah, I I, I, want to, I want to talk about... I don't want to... Of, let's just say, like... I want to say his name because I don't want to like give him shine, but Yo. someone like when someone from a political party yeah. says... You know, build a, builds a campaign around the idea of we need a fair New Zealand for everyone. And part of that plan is amending the treaty. Like, I don't know if you guys can see it. I can see it. I understand what he's doing. Um, but how is that kind of thinking dangerous to the masses without, you know, a... Uh, MFKs. Having Wananga and and yeah. context, like I think that's what the biggest thing is missing, and especially on socials as it plays out, as we know in today's age, you get on there and people are just going, "Well, wow, you signed it off," mm. it isn't fair, but there's a real lack of context, and I feel like let's just say David Seymour, he knows that he's doing that, and he's able to really rattle us, and I, I don't I don't I don't say that like I don't think uh, we're rattled necessarily. I, what I'm what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing from Waitangi, from you guys is. I think there's a, coll- a collective conversation that's starting now, and he's p- probably inspired something. But why is that thinking kind of dangerous just to, to kind of hear those things and go, what are we missing? When people go, well, yeah, maybe things need to be fair. Like, maybe what isn't what David's saying true? Like, shouldn't every kid have a chance?
5: There's, like, yeah, that's, and that's some of the narrative you try to give at Tefari Like, mm-hmm. he's trying to create these universal value so like oh i care about education i care about everyone i care about um feeding the homeless yeah. and it's a it's an attempt to try and draw everyone into the cause which is to i mean yeah. what it, but as you said like one of the the dangerous part of what he's doing in the korero that he's running is that it lacks context so if you only look back 10 years it looks yeah. like oh yeah maori have got it really good look at all the treaty settlements they've got got all the assets that they've earned. but if you negate The historical grievances, the historical um, land confiscation that um, Māori have had to endure, you'd see, well, actually, that's not even nearly near what was lost and what was taken away. But again, um, current government, our education system does a really good job of not um, highlighting those parts of our history so that um, we only look back 20 years and think that's far enough. This is 180 years, 200 years worth of colonial damage that we really have to look back on. So it's like an like an infringement. Like you have to go back to the first infringement. Like what was that? And it was. Um,
3: and and we yeah. get lost in the context, eh? And that's I think that's the hardest part about seeing a headline like that, a media pushing like that is we never return to like the context. Like often it's just put out there and then you know we're on to the next thing. And so that's why I think conversations like this are important for you guys to kind of give context to because I know I'm learning in this conversation and a lot of people of us want to learn and are learning. Um, so yeah, I think that's really important.
1: I got I got told a, an analogy. Uh, I, I actually uh, went to Waitangi for the first time in my life. Yeah, we saw you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like,
5: in the big blue jersey. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I went along because something was calling. Like there was something in me that like mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've, I've I've learnt about Waitangi. Um, I and my Māori journey is is going as as I go along and and growing. And and Waitangi was calling uh, especially this year. So I, yeah, jumped in the car, <laughs> left Auckland at like three in the morning, and and got up there before the traffic and the hikoi was on the roads, but. It was, it was incredible. It was moving. But I, I met a guy there who was who told me the most amazing analogy, and I want you guys to, to I guess, add your part to it or we'll correct where you think, because everyone's got their own way of viewing it, right? And he said, the way I see it is like around 180, 200 years ago, the, the game of Monopoly was put in front of us, and if, uh, the crown knew how to play it, and we were all trying to learn. Like, Māori would just you know, they were new to the game. And if you think about a game of Monopoly and, you know, the first thing you want to do is buy up property and, you know, set your businesses up and get your homes on there before anyone else can. And basically what's happened is that Western sort of ways of thinking has been implied here in New Zealand and Māori basically left going round the board, um, still, you know, not owning anything. It's got to a stage where, you know, you only go around Pasco, get $200 and then you're still back on that cycle because they've been introduced to a game that was – not the way it would have been had it been governed properly. Mm. And I was like, man, that's a, that's a crazy, amazing a way I've been able to put it in everybody else's, um, you know, because we've all played Monopoly, but mm. it puts it a, a real kind of real light on it into how to explain, you know, to younger kids and so on that that's just how it's going. I was like, that's super mm. cool. He then said the idea of what, you know, the, the current government is doing is like, oh, now we've got to this stage in the game of Monopoly. Now we want to clear it so you can't, you know, there's no you guys can't buy anything back or there's nothing, you know, there's no co-governance ideas here. Now everyone gets a free start, but we're still, you know, we're still paying the price from 180 years ago, but jumping on this board and not really understanding how it was ever going to be played. And uh, I, yeah, I, it was amazing to me. I just, it was a mind opener. I was like, wow, I'm starting to learn, but you guys who have, you know, been through this, I mean, you've been at Waitangi all the time. Like, I don't know if that's a correct way of explaining or, or whether you would add to it or whether there was something there that you can relate to on that, yeah, that I'd, idea.
5: I'd add to it that like for any of us that have played Monopoly, you can see how hostile it gets towards the end of the game. <laughs> yes. So that's what we're seeing now. It like can get very feisty. Um, you, you said you're going to give me this. No, you owe me that. No, you owe like, and land rates here. Mm. like That's what we're contextually seeing here in Aotearoa. So I think that's a great example of what we've seen. But again, um, the government's trying to change the rules on us mm. now that we're trying to get a you know, foot up in, in the game. Um, Say so it's an interesting time for us. And, but yeah, I think we've, once we learn to play the game, we can make it work for us.
1: It feels like Māori together are coming together and they do. There's more Māori businesses, there's more kind of support that, you know, people want to see Māori do well, especially within the Māori community. So it does feel like we're getting to a point and now is where those rules are looking to be wiped and been like, oh, no, 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 now that the board's set, you know, kind of feel. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was an amazing analogy.
4: Yeah, and I think another important layer. That's a uh, I do like that analogy as well, but another important layer for all players of this game to remember is that mm. this game would not have been possible had it not been for our tupuna who allowed Pākehā to come here uh, and to set up uh, their home here. So mm. the game was made possible by us, um, but then we became outnumbered in that game, we became out-resourced and we're still losing that game. But it's important for Pākehā to remember they, couldn't, they would not be playing it if not for mm. our tupuna.
0: But it's uh, just talking about like seeing things and visually you said before like Waitangi hasn't looked like this in a very long time which is dope but I, I also think we're such feeling people Yo. so you guys who have been at Waitangi like you said for years and years and years now post that and you, you did say you're still trying to process some of it all but what was the feeling like after Waitangi how are you guys feeling at the moment post because I know you see these people but you're like okay there's work to be done there's obviously still work to be done so how are you, how are you guys feeling at the moment
5: Probably motivated if anything eh? um, Just seeing the masses turn up I was like okay so we must be on the right path mm. um, So just seeing Everyone and that collective um, Energy, that collective um, Peoples, like that was massive And so I think if anything That I walked away with from Waitangi day And Waitangi was just like okay This is the time to turn up Like We've got to turn up for ourselves, we've got to turn up on um, Racism, we've got to turn up on everything Like there's so many fields and so many things we can do For Tiwi Maori and We've got the resources and the people to do it. So I, I walked away really motivated to think, okay, sweet, so what's my contribution to the space? What's my contribution to the kopapa mm. to try and enhance this story?
4: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. After leaving Waitangi, I honestly felt like a As, um There was yeah, it's basically the moments in our activation where I could feel not only people there in the physical, but I felt our tupuna there with us. Mm. Uh, and at that, mo- at that moment, I knew I, we're on the. Yeah, the right trajectory. We're going, we're doing the right thing. We're on the right kopapa. And so all of that was motivating. And we're just getting started, really. That was one moment for our generation to step up. Um, but there will be many moments to come. And it's exciting.
0: Bro, just going back to what you said at the very, very start, too, but you were talking about we have to be there and we have to listen and understand the words, but the truth of it is very different as well and I feel like you slightly got into it but I feel like there's a lot more that you could this is the beauty of this uh, podcast that we're doing is that it's not necessarily radio like we can sit in things yeah. and digest things so uh, I, I guess to like layer on that last one as well it's like what's what's the truth that people kind of need to know at the
4: moment? The truth is we never ceded sovereignty our tupuna never ceded sovereignty at any point we came here from Hawaii. we became tangata whenua we became Maori and established ourselves as the rangatira and the mana of this whenua And nothing took that away, not He or the Declaration of Sovereignty in 1835 that confirmed to the world, to the universe, that we are here and we are the sovereigns. And in 1840, Te Tiriti Waitangi also maintained that and did not take it away. So that's the truth that we're resurrecting. And it's scary because we live in a world where our truth has been radicalised. If I was to step outside and say, my tupuna never ceded sovereignty, Mm. Hobson's Pledge David Seymour, all of those rednecks, they'd say to me, you're a radical. And you're talking, what you're saying is dangerous. But it's actually dangerous that our truth has been radicalised. If I said that the sky was blue, no one would bet an island. But that's an equally valid fact to the fact that we never ceded sovereignty. So think about that dynamic and the fact that we're a minority outnumbered. We have to prove our truth where the truth is just the truth. So um, it's, it's it's a hard game, but... We're, we're in this, and, um, yeah, yeah, and we're not going to give up. Man. so yeah.
1: I, sorry, can I just ask one question about, um, because we do have overseas listeners, a lot of overseas listeners who will be Me. really fascinated by our story. Sure. This, before the Treaty of Waitangi, you mentioned there was something else that uh, was signed. Can you give us a bit more
4: layer on that, and yeah. what was that all about? Yeah, sweet. So in 1835, uh, a number of rangatila in Te Taitukila, or the northern part of Aotearoa, uh, they came together, formed a confederation, and they created... The hakaputanga. Now this wasn't an agreement, this was a declaration. People often refer to it as a declaration of independence, but that's wrong. It's a declaration of sovereignty. Independence assumes that there was some dependency beforehand, but Talk that wasn't it. the case. Right? So our, our tupuna came here, established themselves as langatila, there was no force above them. If we compared to the American context, how the American, uh, the United States of it America broke away yeah. from the British Empire, that is where it would make sense to say, yep, that's a declaration of independence Um, because the British were, their mana was above that of those in America and then there was a civil war and they broke away and they became an independent state. Still wasn't their whenua to do that, but that's what happened. Um, But in our context, we have always been the sovereign and the declaration of sovereignty in 1835 was our tupuna declaring to the universe in a way that other nations would understand, putting it on paper, saying we are the sovereign." but they were also motivated by trade because Tupuna were commercially very um, uh, savvy. So there was opportunities there, and that's what Tupuna did. And it was, um, a lot of people think that that document is in um, competition with Te Tiriti, but it was actually something that made Te Tiriti possible. Mm. So this was saying, I am the sovereign, I am a sovereign nation, and then Te Tiriti was an agreement between two sovereign nations, our nation of Te Māori, and then the British Empire at the time.
1: And it was recognised globally, the, the original sovereign, right? The, the the one you were talking about first, that yeah. was recognised globally as being, okay, they are the owners of the land, they are the people of that land.
4: That's right, yeah. yeah. It was recognised by, by Britain initially as because there was an alliance formed by way of that um, declaration, and then also by France and the United States a few years after it was signed. Part of the
1: reason why Te Tiriti was so important for the British to be able to do because we were already recognised as the sovereign landowners, Exactly, owners, right? exactly.
3: Hey, love that. Um, look, uh, we are talking about, um, you know, and I love that we're we're multifaceted people and we can talk about a whole bunch of different things. You know, often I've thought about this. Um, sorry, recently, just we always know how to get up for a run bucks Yo. you know what I mean. And and we've seen that. We've seen, you know, we know that. Um, but what what I don't know how to ask this. Sometimes it's it seems like it's it's harder just to to show up in the little things too, or to celebrate the little things looking ahead like and i even thought about you know Tom tam- and 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 out these 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 amazing um you know people in our culture over, over history but you know he's still doing his thing but i feel like when i've spoken to my friends that are more in the teo Māori space than i am there's this reluctance of like nah it ain't it ain't me like mm. it's like uh I'll get like i can't get up cuz i'll say the wrong word like you know, they're they're fluent, or, or or you know, it's it's this kind of reluctance in our generation that that I see sometimes from my friends who are more in the space. But do you do you feel that's changing? And and is is there what gets you guys excited about the f- the fight that we have to take up and and the things that we're going to have to do? You know, because the world contextually is changing so much too. We're having to deal with stuff our two didn't have to deal with. You know, social being a huge one, technology. Um, what are some things to look forward in the future that you guys kind of foresee? Sorry, such a loaded question, you know, yeah, but any true, yeah. ideas around that would uh, would be mean. Because <laughs> <I think laughs> I'm trying to learn too. I'm trying to see, well, you know, where's my part to fit and where
5: can yeah. I you and, know, um, contribute? And I and I've spoken around the activation and because um, that was one of like many protests or, or activations that took place over the wai- uh, Waitangi weekend. Um, and to your point around like not everyone has to get up and go to a protest to be protesting i okay. think that's a really important point so we have to ask ourselves well then what's our contribution so going to learn te reo, that's a form of yeah. protest getting tamako that's a form of protest sending our sons to koanga, that's yeah. a protest it is all of those are, are mm. contributions to the Kopapa. Mm. Uh, exactly. so it doesn't have to be explicit show up with your Tinoranga Tiratanga flag and go to um parliament house those are still very important but it yeah. is as important it is as important as the little things that we do. So, using te reo, um in your household, going back to your marae. Same kelda rust. Yeah, same kelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, those little things just make those changes a lot more um, of this this transformative change uh, more seamless. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what we want. So, we don't want it to be an abrupt change. We want to be seamless. Like, we've always been like this and we always will be like this.
4: Yeah. Okay. And I think um, it's key to just keep in your mind that, as this might be a bit harsh, but your reluctance doesn't serve anyone. So when you're hiding your power and you're hiding your mana and your tanga mm. and you're reserved to step out and show the world, that doesn't serve anyone. And it, it's actually a disservice to all of those in generations before who have fought for us to have the ability to speak Te Reo Māori. So when I think about my mum, her generation, they did the hard yards for the hikoi uh, for Te Reo Māori, for the p- petition of Te Reo Māori, which is um, 50 years ago. And they fought a lot for Te Reo Māori, but even to this day, haven't been the beneficiaries of um, Kopapa uh, Māori education for te leo Māori. That's been our generation. Um, so even though they did the hard yards, we're the ones benefiting the most. So if we're not using these taonga, te leo Māori and mātauranga Māori that uh, we've, we've received because of them, then that's actually a disservice to them. So that's what I use as my motivator um, to um, really uh, do away with being shy or, or reluctant.
3: That's wicked. could you fellas it's make me awesome. want to do a hucka, I'm just going to take us talk You know, serving, you know, that's awesome. Thank you for your time, do and Hemi. I will have you back on the show too. Guys, check on your people. Love you guys. See you tomorrow.
1: This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and
3: gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm
1: going to make him an awfully again with you. The Shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is The Shift.
2: Got you. Okay. I'm a uh, unbelievable. Uh, let's
3: get it, get it!
1: Hey, Fever Fams, it ain't pretty. No one can push with yes. runny nose and watery eyes. Fight the good fight against evil, hay
3: Fever, with the help of our mates at Chemist Warehouse.
0: That's right, helping you stay pollen soft and helping us keep the lights on right here
3: at the morning shift.